a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Good afternoon, 3 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. It's mostly cloudy. 37 in Salt Lake City, KSL's top story. A man is facing robbery charges after police say he robbed a Salt Lake City bank demanding $1. KSL News Radio's Kira Hoffelmeyer with the story. Police accused 65 year old Donald Santa Croce of giving a Wells Fargo teller a note that read, Please pardon me for doing this, but this is a robbery. Please give me $1. Thank you. This was at a Wells Fargo on 3rd South and Main Street in downtown Salt Lake City. The teller gave him the dollar, asked him to leave, but Santa Croce told the teller to call police and then just waited for them to come. He didn't have a weapon, but police say the branch manager made all the employees get into a back room for their safety. Santa Croce's arrest report says he wanted to get arrested so he could go to federal prison and said if he's let out, he'll just rob another bank. Just one week ago, Santa Croce was arrested by Utah Highway Patrol troopers on investigation of DUI. Kira Hoffelmeyer, KSL News Radio. Cedar City officials are quickly taking steps to make their schools safer. After an incident involving a gun about a week ago, a former student pulled the gun on four students at a local high school, and parents complained it was chaos. Police Sergeant Justin Ludlow says as a result, they're going to streamline communication. There was a delay or some misunderstanding of exactly everything that was going on. And we want school administration and school resource officers to be in a great working relationship so that they just automatically communicate with each other. Parents were flipping out. There was no lockdown when the kid with the gun came back an hour later to cause more trouble. The U.S. Senate is now entering the chat about TikTok. Senator Mitt Romney is leading the fight in D.C. to get the app off your phone. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe is live with details. Amy? Jeff, Senator Romney has been increasingly outspoken about his dislike of TikTok. This latest bill now that he's signing on to will give the Commerce Department the power to regulate companies that pose what they call undue risk to the U.S., And Senator Romney says that includes companies in China. Whether it's with social media or other technologies, communication technologies or the hardware that they devise over the coming years, we have to make sure that we have the resources in place and the authorities in place to stop those things before they endanger us. This bill has bipartisan support in the Senate, and the main sponsor is confident because of that. He says it has a bright future. Reporting live, Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. Some members of Congress are calling on the president to take action against the Mexican drug cartels. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, the calls come after the cartels kidnapped four Americans over the weekend, killing two of them. Some members of Congress want the president to use American forces to attack those responsible. But State Department spokesman Ned Price says they have other ways of handling criminals. When it comes to the drug cartels, we are going to do what is most effective. Price says U.S. is working with Mexico to find and eliminate the dangerous cartel groups. The four Americans who were involved in that shootout while on a road trip to Mexico for a cosmetic surgery. Now the two surviving members are now back in the U.S. 
Arrest warrants have been issued for two Florida residents who were scheduled to appear in court this week on charges connected to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The FBI says the man and woman vanished after removing their ankle monitors. Olivia Polak and Joseph Hutchinson are charged in a coordinated attack on police officers on January 6th. And the parents of a Michigan teenager who pled guilty to killing four students in Oxford in 2021 are asking a judge to dismiss the charges against them. Attorney for James and Jennifer Crumbly say their son's actions were his own. We're talking about a 16-year-old who wrote elaborate and deliberate plans in a journal that that he only knew about. The Carmblaze face four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors maintain the couple's actions were grossly negligent. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. Utah is growing with a bigger population and a much bigger budget. Last Friday, the legislature agreed to spend $29 billion on infrastructure, education, and water. And to give you an idea how that number has grown, KSL at Night host Taylor Morgan looks back at some years gone by. If we go to 2003, 20 years ago, our total state budget was just about $3.8 billion. That grew to $12 billion in 2013, a decade ago. So Utah's growth and its economic growth has really corresponded with a rapid growth in our state our state budget over time. $29 billion this year, including $800 million for roads and highways. You can grow carrots in Utah, and you can also dangle them. The legislature has pledged hundreds of millions to help Utah farms conserve water. The Great Salt Lake Collaborative hosted a discussion today with the Utah Farm Bureau and KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell was there. According to the CEO of the Utah Farm Bureau, Spencer Gibbons, farmers have always been conscious of water optimization. They feel like they've been the stewards and the protectors of this precious resource for generations. A new bill that comes into effect on July 1st essentially gives the incentive to a farmer to optimize their water use, which for the Farmers Bureau is a big change. And Western law, water law you know, has been, there, there's been no incentive to do anything. And so I think this this is a, a monumental effort to give them some assurance. Essentially, the bill says if a farmer uses 90% of their allotment, they can either use the remaining 10% elsewhere on their farm or leave it in the system for public benefit. It's important to note that they can't use the remaining 10% to expand their operations. I'm KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell. First look traffic now. Ricky Meese, what's going on? Well, some good news for drivers in South Salt Lake. All lanes of travel are open once again northbound. This is at State Street at 3900 South where we had an auto pedestrian crash with minor injuries. But you can get through that area now. Where you may see some delays, it's on I-80 in Parley's Canyon. The quarry has been doing some work that includes blasting. And that does impact traffic either east or westbound to I-80. Delays are possible each direction until that work is done. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.